Hey, you found me, and I'm so glad you did. I have a lot of fun over here at A Juicy Pear Podcast. I love interviewing people from all walks of life, and I especially like what makes a person tick. I ask the questions that people want to hear. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Wendy with the Juicy Pear Podcast, and I'm super excited about our guest today. She's an intuitive encouragement coach. She's a creative director, and she's also created a really cool um, board game called the Soul Life Treasure Hunt. Please welcome Carrie Farmer. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Wendy. This is a a joy to be on here with you. And thank you. I'm so honored. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. We love having you as a guest. So I guess um, we'll just start out with, so you're an intuitive encouragement coach. So kind of tell us about that and how you got started with that. Well, it got started with that being from a childhood that I just felt lost in the world. I didn't know what was going on. You know how we all seem to come from families with dysfunctional, oh, yes. you know, oh, generations yes. yep, and yep. Then that just loads up onto us. So I couldn't figure out how to be good enough and right. um, smart enough. I was cute and pretty, mm-hmm. but that just meant that I was teased or right. avoided or those types of things. So it was really a challenge for me to find my own self-worth and value. Right. Uh, later on, I you know, met a, a man who's now my husband and he was very much into the spiritual thing. And okay. he's a, he's kind of one of those people who just gets the spiritual thing. He's instantly into intuitively reading people or situations or oh yeah, he gets all of that. And I felt so behind the, the eight ball all the time, like a life would sideswipe me all the time. And I could see the magic and miracles that would happen for him. But I felt really left out of the the game, so to speak. So uh, one day uh, in a real downer time, I was like, I coming from the biblical teachings that we were studying as we were young adults, young marrieds together and all that, you know, was seeing in the Bible that there was that God views us as trophies. And I did not feel like any kind of special trophy mm-hmm. at all. I didn't feel blessed. And so I one day just said, okay, I'm putting it all out on the table and God, you show me where I'm wrong, what I'm doing wrong and so forth. And out of that came this, as I really wanted a map of life so I could navigate the darn thing. Right. What is this life about? So I ended up with this draft. And I could see that I have a body and health realm. I have an emotional realm. Mm -hmm. I have my relationships realm and I have my material stuff resources and all of that. And I have this overview Mm -hmm. and the target in the middle is the heart, you know, and that's the heart of all of us. That's what beats and what's really that love piece that we uh, give out and we receive back in if we're open to that. So essentially this whole map showed me, I said, okay, show me where I'm wrong. And I have a a system of how I rated myself in all these various aspects. Come to find out I was better than I thought. Mm -hmm. I had a lot more going on for me. And ultimately in in the short scenario of it all, 
it's my fears that were in my way, Mm -hmm. that were blocking my way and keeping me uh, really locked down into self-protection and just, you know, terrified of the world. Yeah. You just wanted to go into your own bubble and just retreat and just, you know, everybody leave me alone. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it really opened me up and it felt like I actually had a new, a new voice. Some people call them guides, those inner voices or inner things. So um, I was able to go deeper down into uh, past that critic voice, that blame and shame voice or whatever that might be Mm -hmm. down into this other arena within me, which is the inner encourager. And that's the same voice I would use for, say you, you know, um, I feel bad. I feel I really failed. And I'd be like, oh no, you're fine. You know, have faith, keep going. Mm -hmm. Those types of things where that resides in us as well, but we don't often give that to ourselves. That was a big revelation. And from that, I realized, okay, so we've got this game of life. Everybody talks about the games people play. Mm-hmm. That's that soul. Uh, no, that's that ego level. You know, people are in competition. People are living uh, life based on you know getting the getting the spouse, getting the education, getting the yeah. house, getting the vacations, getting the cars, getting the toys. You know, all and it the, doesn't the necessarily stuff. make you happy. You know, well, you can have all that, and you're still feeling like, oh man, something is still missing. What is wrong? So empty, mm-hmm. and. Um, You also, if you are putting your identity there, Mm -hmm. you're not feeling like it's really the authentic you, right? You haven't really answered your own soul calling. And that's what the soul life treasure hunt game board has turned into for me is to see the other layer of a game going on an infinite spiritual game, a soul level game that is actually going on. Yeah, I think that's one of the hardest things to do really is to try to find your soul purpose. I just think people struggle with it because, you know, uh, people are struggling with, you know, you got to put food on the table, you, you know, got to have a steady job. So you have to make money. And that doesn't necessarily mean when you're making money, you're doing what you really want to do. And it's sort of a fine line. If you can find something that you really enjoy, that you really is calling out to your soul and you can do that and make money at it. Well, there you go. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's so challenging to have it all and work so hard mm-hmm. to achieve and mm-hmm. have the fun and joy in it. Mm-hmm. However, if you flip it, turn mm-hmm. it on its head, topsy-turvy, your world, and you go, okay, the spiritual side of me now gets to be the 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 thing i'm doing right. the self mastery of myself and my being and my life is more about aligning to peace love and harmony mm-hmm. what does that mean how is it that love can actually uh satisfy me that deeply unconditional love are you freaking kidding me you know kind of no that's not a dog eat dog world strategy for success no it's not now let me ask you this did you grow up in a um very i mean a religious family like did you okay not at all no in fact uh 
we really didn't go to church. In fact, once mm-hmm. in a while, some neighbors would invite me through my mom to yeah. have me go to Bible school with them, vacation Bible school. And they, my mom would go, you go, it'll be really good for you. You'll enjoy it. And I mm-hmm. go into this environment going, okay, the <laughs> stories they're reading are from about weird people dressed really strange. <laughs> I cannot relate to this. Why in the world am I here? What right. is this all about? Right. So in a school system growing up that was really pushing the evolution, um, I remember being sitting in the classroom. Rooms and the teachers, of course, were saying, we're not teaching that this is the way it is, but right. they were, they yeah. were, and we all yeah. knew that. And so I remember the teachers would go, so who has a faith that there's a God? And you'd have a few of the uh, Christian kids hands and, you know, we're all looking at them like, oh, you pitiful things. <laughs> you, uh, you don't know what's real. You just right. don't have a clue. Right. So when I meet my, my fiance, he's really struggling. He's going just working and trying to survive. It can't be, life can't be that. I, it's got to be more. It's just right. got to be, more. has to be more. Yeah. There has to be more. And I'm looking at him going, Mm, no, I don't think so. I think you just do the best you can and you yeah. try to be as happy as you can. And in the end, you know, we, we all go on. So yeah. um, I, I had no real faith background whatsoever. Okay. Uh, he ended up getting involved in a Christian church and with a, te- with a pastor who was really a teacher for him, helping him understand why there's so many different contradictions in the Bible. And there was very much a systematic theology thing. And so we did a lot of studying and and I I got right on board and I was like, okay, so you stay away from all the woo-woo because that's not safe. That's Mm -hmm. darkness and that's this and that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my husband being very much a spiritual explorer, kind of fearless Mm -hmm. in my mind, um, I saw some things that happened okay. in our okay. lives. Yeah. I mean, like, if you want to go into it a little bit, yeah. Cause we were kind of talking off uh, recording that you have a sixth sense. I have a kinship to you. Cause I feel like I have that as well. I had that uh, as a young girl. Um, I even wrote a book about it. Um, well, it was a premise of the book that I wrote. And um, in my case, I kind of knew about things before they were going to happen in particular um, when things were going to happen that were bad. And I didn't really understand it. I didn't know where it was coming from. And at first I thought I was just, you know, like, oh, what's wrong with me? There must be something wrong with me. Must be a bad child, whatever. And I wasn't. I knew I wasn't. When I was privy to this information, you know, you're like, where is this coming from? And then, you know, I had people say, you know, this is a gift. It's actually a gift from God. And you have to decide what you want to do with it. Because it happened on um, more than one occasion that it wasn't just happenstance. You know, it was something that I was like, okay, I have to decide what I want to do with it. And I really haven't, you know, I kind of closed the door on it. But yeah, tell me, when did you first realize that you had a sixth sense? Or if you want to go into that, like uh, what you experienced, um, you know, with your husband and that? Um, Sure. Uh, You know, there are just those times when you uh, get these deja vu moments. Mm -hmm. Um, just being really, uh, we were both as children, uh, dreamers, daydreamers, mm-hmm. um, for him, the teachers would, you know, give his report card to the parents and say, he's on cloud 13. <laughs> um, so, you know, a few years later, the, the teachers told his 
parents. He was on cloud nine and she said, his mom said, oh, that's good. He's improved. He's come down for clouds. (laughs) She was a beautiful soul who could really support him. But uh, I I see that as one of the, the things that is escaping from the tyranny of an yes. ego-based world. Yeah. And, you know, there were, there were so many uh, examples. One was one, one day he was telling me that he had this horrible dream, this premonition dream that was really lucid at night that he and I were driving in our car and he lost control because he had a pain in his stomach oh. that made him double over. Okay. And we rolled, he rolled the car because it went off the ditch yeah. and it, uh, we died in the crash. I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So three weeks later, three weeks later on Christmas morning, we're driving up to his parents' house on this road that he had dreamed of. Mm-hmm. And about midway, we're doing fine. He's doing yeah. fine. He's going, yeah. I've got a little bit of a cramp in my stomach. I said, pull over. Right. Oh my he gosh. He pulled over. I took over. And then he's sitting on the passenger side going, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he is doubling over. So those premonitions um, are beautiful things to pay attention to. If you're paying attention to them. The thing is, is what ones do you pay attention to and what ones are just like, you know, sort of ridiculous? You don't know sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. For him, I think he's, he feels there's a, a certain lucidness to the dream mm-hmm. that he can pick up on. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, from time to time, and we can just see shifts in the, in, right. in timelines and things like that as I'm with him. Right. I think it's, it's very fascinating that we do live in an energetic world. Oh, yes, absolutely. Now, in that dream that he had, in that dream, he was the one driving, right? Right. Okay, so when he was experiencing that stomach pain and pulled over, he probably thought, you know what, I'm going to change the narrative. I'm going to have you in the driver's seat and change that path or whatever it was because he kind of knew like maybe if he were to continue on, maybe you guys would have been in that accident. I don't know. We, We talked about, we know, he knows. That that is exactly what that would have been. So it proves to me that we have free choice, free will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We really can take those moments. And again, um, rather than being caught up in the fear and the oh no's and being blocked and shut down, it's more like, thank you. We'll pay attention. And if that comes up, I will make a different choice. Oh, reassess. <laughs> yeah. Take okay. the right turn instead of the left or whatever. Yeah. I get yeah. that. I mean, like when I'm driving too, do you ever get where, you know, you're going to a place and then just something, nope, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go a different way, or I'm not going to drive down that way. Um, you know, I think it's, it's important to pay attention to that, that sort of thing. I really do. Absolutely. Many times that's happened where, you know, or sometimes I'll, I'll get, annoyed that traffic has blocked me, but come to find out or time something's kept me from being able to keep on my, my agenda, my path or whatever, and come to find out, nope, that's something that is on purpose. In fact, there's a, I don't know how much time we have to talk about, but there's another time where um, we had lost a new pet that had been given to us by a family member. And this was like their baby. They don't have children of their own. It was their baby. And 
two weeks into just having the new animal, new dog, um, some kids were over playing with my son and it was time to go off to some uh, club that they needed to get off to. And my husband calls them, okay, guys, let's go. Well, the the boys all jet out of the backyard mm-hmm. and um, they forgot to lock the gate. Oh, so this little dog runs away. Oh, so where, how do you explain to someone that their child just ran away and, oh, well, you just don't uh, know, you know, you can't do that. Oh, goodness. So it's two weeks or, you know, it's eight days of just looking, looking one morning, this one little boy who was involved in that, uh, you know, not, oh, not closing the gate mm-hmm. um, incident. His mom was going to take my son and his son, because we were homeschooling to an event and This little boy just woke up at the time that she was supposed to get him going, just in horrible belly aches. He was just rolling. He was just in so (laughs) much severe pain. So she calls me and says, you'll have to take your son. So I get my son in the car and we're driving along this rural area. And guess what? There's the dog. Oh, so we were able to get the dog back. But, oh, you know, it was alive. Oh yeah, he's fine. Oh, he that's fine. All, okay. I, mean, I was thinking maybe you saw him on the side of the road and he, you know, he passed oh, away. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, oh. it was a good story because okay, good. once again, yeah. spirit leading yeah. and synchronizing the events that needed to happen so that we would be right where we needed to be to see yeah. lots of prayers for this dog were going on. I, you know, we were all like just sick to our stomachs. It was, it was an also a beautiful thing because all the advertisements that you put out and people out of the woodwork were doing their best to try to help postmen, oh. milkmen, yeah. uh, deliver, you know, newspaper people, uh, anybody who was in areas, they'd give us calls saying, I think yeah. I see a dog that might be yours. Uh, you know, well, you, you know what? There's, it was wonderful. Yeah. You know, you get all these stories about all these bad things that are happening, um, bad people, but you know what? You don't really hear much. There are some really good people out there. There really are that really care healing people that care about others and they're out there. You just, you know, sometimes it's hard to, um, find, but it's true. They are. I felt this this is that what I learned from that experience because I had such a terrified view of life. You know, I didn't trust the world at all. Mm-hmm. You know, thought there was more bad out there than there was good. And from that experience alone, I opened up and I went easily. Ninety five percent of everyone out there is are good people. They are oh, caring. Yeah. If yeah. you need help, they're there for you. Yeah, it's probably higher. But that comforted yeah. my soul oh, and yeah. helped me to feel far more relaxed around mm-hmm. being out in the world and not so alone. Um, you know, yeah. and you see that with disasters, people come yes. out of the woodworks, oh, with they do whatever they need to give and they're praying and right. they're just all that is it's a yeah. beautiful thing. It is. Most people are really, really good. Unfortunately, we hear so much the ballooning of the bad stuff, which is yeah. another thing I learned about my soul life treasure hunt is when I did an inventory of my life, there were only really a couple of things that were really my main conflicts. Yeah. And even those were connected to if I changed one element, the rest would would really resolve into a solution for me. It was so interesting to see how much more um, on this board 
was green. And that green means good manifested. Yeah, yeah. All so this stuff. is fascinating. So you created a online, a board game. Um, this board game is called the Soul Life Treasure Hunt. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, how long did it take you to make this game? Obviously, you poured your heart and soul into it. Um, it sounds fascinating to me. Tell me more about this game. How does it start? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I call it a game, and most people are thinking they're going to be able to pick up a, a game like Monopoly or something like yeah, that, you know, yeah. and it's not that it's kind not. of a thing. Yep. It's really more of an introspective uh, platform upon which you can actually get real with yourself and face your stuff. Okay. So it's simply, uh, but it's very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, we need I, in that life in life for sure. Yeah. It's sort of like if it's blame and shame and dark and, and all that stuff, that's below the table. That's under the table stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's fine because you got to do your shadow work. You got to bring that, some of that stuff up to the tabletop and look, um, yeah. It's sort of like if you're having problems with your spouse or coworkers or something, and there just comes a time when it's like, okay, let's get it out all out on the table. It kind of gives you the tools to kind of work around some of those problems. Right. Um, Let's get real. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you really feel about this, where we're at in this relationship or uh, in this goal together, you know, and and, uh, be able to talk about the triggers, be able to go... Uh, that's important because a lot of people don't want to deal with that. And I feel like right now, this is, there's just a lot of, uh, a lot of spiritual stuff going on right now, because this whole pandemic or whatever that we find our, all ourselves in is really forcing us to step out of our comfort zone because like the normal thing isn't working anymore. You know, it's just not as broke. And so we're trying to find ways to fill up that void, that hole that, you know, things that, um, used to be, standard is not anymore. You know, we, we have to, we're kind of being forced to, and there's good to that. We're being forced to look at things in a different way to make some different choices. So off recording too, we were talking about, um, so you have a sixth sense and you're talking about personal clearing. Can you kind of maybe go into that a little bit? I would love to. Sure. Um, one of the things that, uh, this is another fun one was the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. So I pick up this book by Jean Hayner on clear home, clear heart, uh, where you use pendulums to do clearing for yourself. So I, I take the book with me on a business trip and I'm in the hotel and trying to call my husband He's frustrated because his calls aren't coming through to me. Okay. My calls, I get to him, but I couldn't figure out what was going on. Checking my settings, doing all this yeah. troubleshooting. Nothing There's was a block really of working. Some sort. There was some block. Yeah. And I'm like, finally, I just couldn't do anything more. I just said, okay, I'm going to sit down and just read this book. And, and uh, so she starts in with explaining the situation, the, the process. And then she gives me, gives a, a little process. So I clear my phone. <laughs> Boom. His calls get through. Uh-huh. So it was yeah. like, okay, I'm listening. Whatever you're saying, you know, to yeah. the universe going, okay, this is sometimes it's the simplest stuff. thing and you just not don't even look at it because I don't know. I think I don't know if it's because we our lives are so busy or I don't know what that's about. I think it's um 
we're just not aware. I'm mm-hmm. sure that for most of us, we've been um, the magic and the mystery in life gets um, taken Dulled. out of us when we're yeah. young, because yeah. that's not real. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. Wake up, stop daydreaming. Get yeah, it's not a tangible thing that your... you can see. So in right. other words, you know, it's not important. Yeah. yeah. I remember having, you know, relationships with like one of my stuffed animals or just kind of playing with having uh, this conversation with my pencil or things like that. And then going oh, at one point, my, uh, you know, about what, seven, eight, somewhere yeah. in there going, yeah. Oh, that's not real. I need to shut that down. So we tend to shut ourselves down from yeah. the mysteries of and I think senses. that's so sad too, because having an imagination should be flourished and encouraged. That's that's where the cool stuff comes in, where you can find solutions <laughs> to problems in a way that might not be the norm. Exactly. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. I find the whole this whole thing very fascinating. You know, I enjoy talking with you. Please let everyone know where they can find you on social media, where they could purchase your game, and how they can get a hold of you. Excellent. Well, uh, my website is carryfarmerconnections.com and that's C-A-R-R-I-E connections.com. I'm on Facebook under that name with the, with my Facebook page. Okay. I have a group of, for supporting sensitive people. It's uh, mm-hmm. the Shiro group S slash hero self-confidence connections group. So you can find that through there. I'm on on Instagram. Uh, I do post some to YouTube. I have a self-assessment quiz for uh, what holds you back from happiness and balance in your life for your ability to achieve the goals and dreams that you're wanting to do and have in your life. And you can go to theholdback.com, T-H-E-H-O-L-D. B-A-C-K.com goes to my website. It's uh, going to be redirecting you over to my website. So if Chrome, uh, Google's Chrome browser gives you this, oh my gosh, it's a. Right. I know it's one little thing and then it doesn't work, but you know, no worries because I'm going to have all your information in the show notes. Yeah. So it's been really fun talking with you. I've enjoyed it and gosh, I'd like to have you on again and you know, I hope you have a good rest of the day. Well, thank you. Same to you. It's been an honor as I said, and blessings to you this week and next time. You as well. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening and I'm so glad you're here. I had so much fun and hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more episodes, please subscribe to my website, a juicypearpodcast.com. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of the Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypearpodcast.com.